Well, hello, everybody, and we welcome you to the final show of 2023. Uh -oh. Huh? <clears throat> oh, Brandon's frozen. Oh, damn it to hell. Oh, boy. Well, not on my end. A good, good start. Well, not on my end. I don't know what's up with that. Not on my end. I don't know what. What? I don't know what. what is don't worry. It was on Brandon's end. Oh. Okay. Weird. But, anyways, we'll just continue on. Where was I? Oh, yes. This is the final show of 2023. And this is the Rant and Rave podcast. This is episode. 220 of the program. And no, this is not extra 200 more episodes. It would have been that that amount, but well, we want we'll get there once we get there. But anyways. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not frozen. My my end looks fine. Okay. Doesn't matter. But yeah, well, let's go. <clears throat> Anyways, we are ready to go for the last show of this year. And and then coming up ah. before the program, Dad blasted. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Where was I? Again, like I said. We're going to have, before we do close off the show, though, we got a little bit of a speech, though. Which, speaking of that, we'll, once we get there, mm. you know what we want to do in this one. But anyways, as we thank you for making us your first listen of the podcast and subscribe to your preferred podcast platform, wherever you get your podcast at, either on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify for Podcasters, etc. Leave us a five-star review of the show. And if you're currently watching the video version of the podcast, make sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell for all new episodes of the Rant and Rave podcast. And even like this episode as well, and subscribe to the others on this panel, which will induce ourselves right here and right now. I'm, a, I'm the fighter Brandon Martin, co-founder, co-creator, producer, one of the six main co's, currently one of five. I am the uh, young blood outstar, Drew Scout, a.k.a. James Jet. I am also a co-creator and co-founder and the director of the show. And it's great to be here. And for the 52nd week in a row, I have not only uh, been clean shaven, um, but I have, but we have also together on this show have been able to make it past through 52 weeks when we start on time every week and pretty much deliver all that we could, you know, throughout this entire year. So for that, I want to say thank you to a lot of people out there who have been tuning in for the last 52 weeks in a row, meaning that we must be the most hot, you know, the most hardworking show out there on youtube so yeah and also on twitch facebook and other platforms as well and we also found out Streamyard can be also suitable on instagram as well and we might we might want to try that out sometime probably next for the next coming year which is actually going to be interesting there so yeah 
And I'm Andrew Hawking, the, also the, the Canadian Destroyer. And let's have our 220th episode of the Random Rave. Let's have some fun, everyone. You're up, Michael. And I am also one of the main co-hosts. <laughs> I am the Buffalonian Bulldozer, also known as the historian of the Random Rave podcast, even though my name is not Alan King. My name is Mike Bombardier. Great to have you with us. Watching the video feed on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Happy New Year early to one to each and every one of you, and also to my colleagues on the panel. <sighs> so pro wrestling's in store and a really special main event coming up. So make sure you stay tuned for that. But nevertheless, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And last but not least, I am the elder statesman of the of the show because I am the oldest one here. And I am Eric Lima. For those of you who don't know me, if you do, great. Um, hope your Christmases were was good. Um, I hope uh, I I pray that your New Year will be awesome, and uh, we and awesome for rant and rave, awesome for all of us here. And Jordan, you finally got a haircut. I don't have to worry about calling you Bam Margera on crack anymore. So. <laughs> well, I didn't. Well, I didn't get a haircut because of you know you calling me that. Just so we're clear. I uh, know. I know. Speaking of you know myself, um, this coming uh, Friday, um, it turns out that there is not going to be an AEW Collision show live. Instead, it's just going to be Rampage. And I thought last week on Friday was going to be my last live reaction of Rampage, but it turns out tomorrow will have to be the last one because one, it'll be that. It'll be right then, right there, because Rampage will be broadcasted. And two, I mean, let's face it, we got to do our predictions right there, too, but like we're doing tonight. Uh, to continue my introduction, well, that, uh, had, you know, let's say I had a decent Christmas and all that. Getting ready to uh, ring in a new year, and uh, we'll see what happens. A lot of things are happening. A lot of things are changing. And uh, for my channel, there'll be new thumbnails. I just figured out how to make new backgrounds. and. I'm really excited. So be on the lookout for that from my channel. So and I think it's some I still know. Let's go ahead and say hello to people in the live chat. We got uh A Pizzle 90, Alex Putnam, and we got the Price is Right fan 2023, Jeffrey, Goofball Mascot, Daniel Berry Sports Highlights, and Jose Mo Motionless Zombie. How are you guys doing in the live chat? So something I want to point out right now. Um like I just said, um, the last Rampage live reaction will be next week. There will be no collision live reaction because they are not having a collision, um, you know, for tomorrow or being broadcasted because there isn't one for this week. So you're just going to have this Saturday um, World's End. And now as for Sunday, I still plan to go live for Channel Majority episode 152, which will be at uh, 6 o'clock, you know, p.m. Eastern. Uh, five central and three Pacific. So anybody who <clears throat> wants to participate in that, um, feel free to do so. Um, I will be having a lot of guests on there and yes, there will be some gameplay on there, you know, as usual and probably some shenanigans, you know, and not just counting this guy beneath me. Mm -hmm. Um, there'll be just a lot of tons of fun that will lead into the new year and chill majority is the only way to do that. So, now, 
before we, we begin, I want to let you guys know that if you thought that I wasn't going to end this year without a rant, then you must be dumber than a, than a bag of hammers because I wasn't going to end this year without giving out a rant. I wasn't but, thinking. Oh, you wasn't thinking? Well, that's the pro- problem. That's why the show No, I was rant. thinking. I was, no, I was thinking that... I was thinking a rant. I was thinking that there's going to be a rant by the end of this year. Yeah. And there funny thing. Oh, funny. Hades Lord. Welcome. This is the first time I've ever seen him in the chat. Hades Lord. Oh, how are you doing? But this is the Welcome first the time, for the first time in quite a while, this is not going to even be a wrestling related rant. Instead, mm-hmm. it is a rant based off an individual who is, you know, somewhat within the, mm-hmm. like, you know, like in the entertainment industry for like for being a comedian, but this guy, let's just say he's gotten himself into a lot of shit as of late. Oh boy, it's gonna be fun. Oh, yep, we have to get our popcorn and the drinks ready, there, folks. Once we get there, I got got got. So, I got oh. I got my drinks ready to go. <laughs> so basically, this is how it's gonna work. Obviously, you know, every time you know one of us talks on the panel, you know, like per co-host. You know, we're going to be giving our topics, you know, our personal topics. And then after we reach the one hour mark, that's when we'll be giving the, you know, the main topics, which, by the way, which, by the way, will be about, you know, our predictions of AEW World's End. And the ending of our show will be the speech of our of our newest R&R Hall of Fame inductee, Ben Wellner. So now... I'm going to go ahead and start first because, again, I want to end this year off with a bang on my end. So, now, if you don't know this individual, you probably should because this guy really knows how to get someone. You know, especially when it comes to, you know, as of recently with his little comic act. I'm talking about an individual who goes by the name of Ricky Gervais. And let's just say this guy has to be one of the most vile, no good, overbearing piece of shit I have ever met in my entire life. And I'm about to get to you as to why. And I know people, you're probably What's this guy I all about? I mean, is he, uh, I mean, I mean, did he do something that hurt your feelings? Well, actually, no, it didn't hurt my feelings, but let's just say it hurt the feelings of a lot of, um, people that are going through cancer, people who have, you know, lost their relatives to cancer and to people who have survived it. So I'm going I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to turn off the YouTube stuff and I'm going to go ahead and uh, let you guys hear, you know, what what this person is. I'm going to turn the volume up on my iPad, see if you guys can hear it. And by the way, um, this video is from uh, an individual known as Coral. I'm going to give this woman a. Uh, benefit i will like put i'll try to see if i can get brand to put a link in the description after the show is over to go to this video and her tiktok 
And yes, I know I said the dreaded word to TikTok. Well, guess what? Bear with me because this is where the source comes from. So tell me if you guys can hear it. Recently for terminally ill children. All right. Can you hear it? Yeah, we heard it. We heard it. All right. Doing a lot of video yeah. messages. Yeah. For terminally ill children. That's amazing, Ricky, because children that are terminally ill deserve to smile. Oh, by the way, that's um, that's Coral, you know, the woman who you're going to hear in the video. Because they go through so much. Like my daughter, Luna, she was diagnosed at three and a half with an inoperable stage four, very aggressive brain cancer, DMG, with only a less than 1% survival rate. She fought for nine months and she passed away six months ago today at only four years old. Only if they request it, obviously. I don't... <laughs> I don't burst into hospitals and go, wake up, Baldy. Yeah. Let me repeat. Let's 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 hear that again, shall we? Only if they request it, obviously. I don't burst into hospitals and go, wake up, Baldy. Oh, yeah. And trust me, this woman did not like it. Okay. So you only do it to make yourself look good and then turn around and be able to make fun of our children. My daughter lost more than half her hair. Try explaining to a three and a half year old why your hair is falling out. Try explaining to a three and a half year old that they just received a diagnosis with a prognosis of eight to 12 months. Most of these children that lose all their hair, the baldies you call, they lose their hair due to harsh treatments and outdated treatment, treatments that are made for adults. It's through Make-A-Wish Foundation. Do you know the charity Make-A-Wish Foundation? Make-A-Wish, yeah, we know them. Since my daughter received a terminal diagnosis, she qualified for a wish. And do you know what her wish was? To go to Disneyland to meet her favorite princesses, Rapunzel and Elsa. And she got to go on that trip one week one week before she went into a six, a six long week sleep where she was trapped in her body and then died. I wonder what Make-A-Wish thinks about your bit. I wonder if Make-A-Wish knows about your bit. I wonder if they support this bit where you make fun of and joke about the children they give wishes to. They're great, and they give these dying kids their like one wish. And if it's me, I always say yes, and I always start the video the same way. I go, "Why didn't you wish to get better?" Yeah, I'm playing this one time again, so that way you guys did not mishear that. Where you make fun and joke about the children they give wishes to. They're great, and they give these dying kids their like one wish. And if it's me, I always say yes, and I always start the video the same way. I go, "Why didn't you wish to get better?" Why didn't you wish to get better? You know, I think someone should be asking you the same question, man. So all she had to do was wish to get better, and she would have been cured of her stage four brain cancer. Is that how it works? Ricky, do you not think that all these children wish that they didn't have to be poked and probed? Uh, that they didn't have to do test after test, scan after scan? 
if it's buffering the you know like if it keeps stopping like that it's just buffering i mean there's nothing really i can do about that but it's 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 coming out fine you guys can hear her, right yeah 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 every day do you think these parents wish that i know i did until the very very last breath she took i remember holding her feeling with the palm of my hand her heartbeat fade away seeing her color leave her her face because her heart stopped until that moment i wished i wished that that she would be better Fucking retarded as well. Oh my god. Oh, 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 oh. you're just di- digging yourself a deeper hole, Ricky. Oh my god. You know, okay, here's the thing. I don't mind being called like like anything, okay? Like and besides, I, it's been a while since I've said retarded, but here's the thing. I don't ever say the word towards people that are mentally or physically handicapped, and especially who are going through chemotherapy and all this other, other stuff when they're having to lose all their hair. So, yeah, Ricky, you're, you're, do, you're making yourself a great example for all comedians everywhere. But it's a joke, right? It's not a joke. You know, joke is often used in times like this to show your true thoughts and your true hearts. To be able to say the things you want to say and that you feel and be then be excused because you follow it with a, it's just a joke. Our kids are not a joke. My daughter having the same prognosis as a child 60 years ago is not a joke. The severe underfunding for childhood cancer is not a joke. The amount of kids that die every year from a terminal diagnosis is not a joke. Jokes don't just stay on stage. They enter the real world. They leave with every person that's there, every person that watches this bit. And Netflix, for you, leaving this bit in shows that you support it. So please clarify if you also think that it's funny to joke about terminally ill children. Because a lot of parents in our community are mad and angry and want to see where you stand. Because it's not fucking okay. Doing a lot of video. So, yeah. That was basically um, Coral, you know, giving her thoughts, you know, of, you know, and also this guy, this this arrogant piece of sh- having the audacity to, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I've never heard of such bullshit in my entire life, especially when someone's joking about terminally ill children. Oh, hey, Baldy, how you doing? Why, uh, why do you wish to get better? I mean, are you retarded? I'm telling you. If there is... If there's one thing... Oh, no, it's not taken out, out of context. Trust me. This woman's giving her thoughts while while, you know, 
while the video's playing. It was actually on Netflix. And and so let's see. And you, you're probably wondering, does it get better for this guy? Well, let me ask you people some. Have you ever heard of the Barbra Streisand effect? You know, the, the type of thing where you try to get rid of something, but automatically it gets found again, you know, like, you know, like, you know, through, you know, weird laws of nature, that kind of deal. Let's go ahead to EW.com and... He, it goes where, to, to the EWW.com, it's Ricky Gervais addresses potential to cut jokes from new special, their hecklers. The petition takes issue with a joke about terminally ill children. Ricky Gervais's new stand-up special, Ricky Gervais Armageddon, has not been released even been released, and it's already stirring up controversy. A teaser released by Gervais shows the office creator joking about mentally ill children, referring to them as baldy and using the R slur, or retarded, as it was just saying. And to be honest with you, it should, I mean, if you want to call something a slur, I mean, try something that's, you know, been used like the N-word or whatever, but whatever. Um, that tease has prompted nearly 13,000 people to sign a petition demanding that Netflix remove the joke from the special scheduled for a December 25th release. During the joke, Gervais talks about doing videos for Make-A-Wish Foundation when he used the slur. He follows the joke by telling the audience, these are all, all jokes, all right? I don't even use that word word in real life the r word i'm just i'm playing a role okay first of all if you're at, if you really use if you really don't use the word and you're just playing a role then why even use it in the first place i mean i mean like i said i don't got no problem with anyone saying the word with anyone saying the word retard or the word retarded any because i'm mildly autistic it's just that i mean to me it's just a word and if you're going to use it to insult me come up with something better but still if you don't want to use it, then don't use it. It's that simple. And the thing is, you don't even use the word in real life. Well, why use it in your quote-unquote role at, that you're playing? Moving on. He said that, that his use of the slur may have seemed convincing, but I'm good. Yeah, sure you are. He compared outrage at his use of the word to someone watching Silence of the Lambs and then asking Anthony Hopkins if he's a cannibal. It's Hannibal Lecter, but then again, this was, you know, this is a whole different role altogether. Gervais addressed the joke in detail with BBC Radio 5 Live's Headliners podcast with Nihal Arthanayaki, I believe. I, if I didn't say that name right, then, then feel free to castrate me in the comments below after the show. Um, and yeah, that's a joke right there. What I just said, learn something I could play 
to a million people, I won't get a complaint. He said, as soon as it goes on Netflix or as soon as someone writes up a joke that says this is offensive, people go, oh, that's offensive. They haven't even heard of the joke. They they weren't there. Ignore them. They don't count. They have no effect on me. They don't count their hecklers. First of all, here's the thing. When we hear a joke, it's supposed to be funny. You know, I mean, I don't know about the people that you were, you know, entertaining on on that bit right there. But if those people really think the jokes you were telling were funny, then they have then they actually have no sense of humor and that they're the real hecklers. The audience are nothing but ficklers. That's all they are, fickle. The petition to have Netflix remove the joke is organized by Anna Villa, who says they are petitioning as, and I quote unquote, a parent whose child bravely battled cancer. Villa writes that Gervais's joke is not just disrespectful, but also deeply hurtful. It mocks the courage and resilience of these young fighters who face their illness with grace and beauty despite their baldness. This is true. They go on to call the jokes heartless and a slap in the face to not only children battling these serious illnesses, but also their parents and families who stand by stand by them through this difficult journey. That is true. And in BBC in a, in the BBC interview, Gervais said that offending people is an quote unquote occupational hazard. Wait a minute, hold on a second. First of all, if your quote-unquote joke offends people, then it's not a joke. You're literally trying to hurt someone's feelings. And besides, the thing is, an occupational hazard, let me tell you what an occupational hazard is. Having someone like you to even being able to talk and run your dick liquor of a mouth. And then, and then the, and, and this is what, what it also says. He also says this. They just want a reaction. Being ignored has the same psychological effect as being slapped in the face. So I really, really enjoy ignoring people. Oh, really? It, you know, it's kind of funny you say that you're, you're ignoring people, yet you're the same one who wants to give the people what they want. So, again, what are you really even talking about? So... And, and by the way, he also says this on a on a tweet on X.com. And yeah, he says, in the show, I talk about sex, death, uh, pedophilia, I believe. I don't know how it's pronounced. Um, race, religion, disability, free, free speech, global warming, the Holocaust, and Elton John. If you don't approve of jokes about any of these things, then please don't watch. You won't enjoy it and you'll get upset. Um, the thing is people have a choice to watch whatever they want to do. And if they want to watch something and criticize it, they can. I mean, if someone wants to watch us and criticize us, fine. I got no problem with that. They, they're entitled to free speech, just like everyone else is kind of like, you know, kind of like you're not one, like you want to talk about free speech as a joke. Well, the thing is you given free speech as a joke considering how you want to make fun of children with mentally ill, Ill with the, uh, with the terminally ill diseases and all that. So Gervais has faced similar criticism of past Netflix specials, including Supernature, which was criticized for mocking trans people. 
I mean, and, and then he says this to BBC. Some people think that a joke is a window to the comedian's true soul. It's just not true. It's a joke. So, yeah. And you offered something of a content warning on X, formerly known as Twitter, or this week. And I just, you know, I just said what, you know, what the tweet said. So, Gervais, I got something to tell you. You are the lowest of the low when it comes to being, you know, like what what we all see. You're, you're nothing more. You're, you're nothing more than than a than somebody who thinks you're funny. But the thing is, you're not. You're not funny. You're not hilarious. I don't find you hilarious. You want to know if you want to look at something hilarious? Why don't you try and take notes from a lot of people that have done this bit? You know. But then again, you you can't. Then again, you're you're not you're not eligible to be even be known as a comedian. You know what you are? You're nothing more more than a freaking hack at this point. So do yourself a favor. Why don't you do everybody a favor and just you know go away? In fact, why don't you go into witness protection and and, and try to be somebody that you'll never be, and that that is you know a real person because you'll be pretending to be someone for the rest of your life. Because you're nothing but a mask, but with nothing beneath your skin. So, yeah. And, yeah, I just pointed that out that, that the people are laughing. And, and you know what? It's kind of hard to tell if, if, if that sound effect is actually people laughing. But then again, if it is people laughing, then they have no soul. Anybody got thoughts on this? Because I, I got a response on to to one of his quote unquote jokes when he said, "Why don't you just wish you would feel better?" Is that right? Why don't you wish you feel better? Yeah, that's what he said. I got a response. Why don't you just wish David Brent was extinct? Then you wouldn't be doing that uh, crazy dance that you'd be doing. You know, the... At least that's funny. It's... You know... Uh, world has 99 comedians and Ricky Gervais is certainly not one of them. Jeffrey Ross would definitely burn into pieces. Hold on a second. British com comedy is different from American comedy and probably got get away with a lot of dark humor in England. Hang on. Here's the thing, Nick, and I'm not trying to put you on, on the spot here. Let me tell you something. The fact that, you know, there's British comedy and American comedy. Listen, comedy is comedy. Okay. No matter how, how you put it. Like, and the thing is, I have told a lot of dark, dark jokes. And I know you're not defending. I'm not putting on the spot. I'm just simply giving my opinion. And this is me giving an opinion, not, you know, not chastising someone. Okay. These are, these are different things. Okay. I'm just simply saying that with me, 
I've told a lot of dark jokes. I've told a lot of jokes that pretty much could get me canceled. But here's the thing. I never, I've never went below the belt in regards to other people's diseases or what they're going through, like cancer or anything of the sort. That's just, I mean, the thing is, I know my limits. This guy doesn't have any. Yeah. I I think that just cost him his rights to be known as David Brent. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it, it should be played by somebody else. Jeffrey Ross would destroy him in a week. True. But you're good, Nick. I'm just simply, you know, telling you my defer, you know, with the, you know, with that. I'm not saying you're you're bad or anything. I'm just simply pointing out my thoughts on, you know, the differences, you know. And that's my response on that. Anyone else? I'll respond. Go ahead, if, Eric. If people give me a choice to listen to a Logan Paul wrestling promo and Ricky Ricky Gervais's stand-up comedy, I go with the Logan Paul wrestling promo. I actually I'm I actually agree with that. That's how I felt. Not a fan of Ricky Gervais. Never have been. Never will be. I mean, especially after that. And especially, especially we recently um, kind of cut ties with somebody who made fun of somebody that had cancer. Didn't we do that? That is right, Eric. Yes. Didn't we yeah. Not, we do that. Well, and, well, sp- well, sp- well. Basically, we had to. You know, we had to. You know. Ban, ban someone because you know yeah. again we because we were thinking like wait so we're getting attacked because we're we let this guy be on our live chats but yet all of a sudden you know because we we affiliate with that with that person we're with the jokes no uh that person does what he does like yeah. and plus the guy went too far with another person yeah that's you know and just you know and just recently you know and and well, Ricky Gervais is not cool. It's not cool. It's, it's not. It's not cool. I don't care if from England or from America. You know, like you said, Jordan comedy is comedy. I mean, listen, the Three Stooges, they were they were they did something during World War II. And they made fun of the Germans and the Japanese. But that was back in the day. At least, the, at least they could actually make it look funny. Yeah, and and they back in uh, back in the day. So, but. They moved on, you know. They also, yeah, contest and timing. So, like I said, I don't make fun of anybody with cancer or bald heads or anything like that. I, you know, I just have I, I try to have a sense of humor about my. I make fun of myself. Look at me. I am not the best looking guy on the planet. You know, you know. I could joke around and say, "Oh, I'm a sexy boy" and all that, just to, just for kicks and giggles. I think I'm cute. <laughs> no, I'm sexy. I can just dance like Shawn Michaels. I'm doing the Emma dance. You know? <laughs> Anyways, um, I think cancer is uh, like, um, like a group on mascot said up uh, up in the live chat that cancer is nothing to joke about. Of course, uh, it's not. You know, because the thing I, is, it's a life. I, I recently, listened, listen, four months ago, you know, the same the same week that we interviewed Molina, um, that same day actually. Beforehand, in the morning, I just found out I lost my church friend due to her battle with lymphoma as a form of cancer. Ah, and 
you know, she goes and she, she goes to my church, and and I I was good friends with her because her, her and I were big New England Patriots fans, and every time you say, oh, you know, we talk about the Celtics, we talk about Boston sports, you know, and she's really really a wonderful person, you know, a good friend of our family, so I can I can understand why everybody's upset. Well, you know, like I said, Ricky Gervais, not a big fan of his, never been a fan, and. And he, you know, I, you know, I don't know if he's going to get worse from him, but he better stop talk, stop talking, joking about cancer. Joke about something else, you know. Joke about your childhood when you were a kid growing up, you know. Like, remember yeah. when I told that story when you know that bee was chasing me around the church parking lot, and then I, you know, like tripped on on the parking lot, you know, like a con- concrete thing that you know that you park cars with, and then I tripped on the grass. And then uh, that bee was flying over me, just like as if it, it, it took a stinger out, just like as if it was doing like, yeah. you know, just went away. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, Now that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And joking something about a life-threatening disease is not cool at all. I lost. Okay. Ben says, our, our soon-to-be Hall, Hall of Fame inductee, um, I lost a high school friend yesterday from a long battle with cancer. He struggled for years. It's disgusting to hear someone like Ricky Gervais would do something like that. It is. And Very. Have Very. Too. yeah. So yeah, again, uh, again, like I said, if I had a choice between listen to a uh, Logan Paul wrestling promo, even though he's a be- Beavis looking butthead or a Ricky Gervais stand-up comedy, I go with the Logan Paul wrestling promo. Cause Ricky, you know, Ricky Gervais is, um, uh, standard comedy could be as equal event as an Al Snow match. Well, McFoley joke there, but actually, I saw an Al Snow match not too long ago, and it wasn't really that bad. It was him and uh, Scorpio versus uh, too ooh, cool or too much, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so, so, uh, even uh, Jeffrey says something about that, you know, yeah, life threatening diseases, you know, we, lo- we lose loved ones, you know, life's. I mean, life's too short, you know, but, you know, we all move on to, and try to live our lives, you know, one day at a time and all that. But like I said, don't joke about cancer. We shouldn't do it. I mean, we don't do it. I don't. I mean, here's the thing. Like you just referenced, you know, when we had to cut someone off. Here's the thing. We don't even make fun on a, of, you know, life, you know, battling diseases. We don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember a long time ago when we used to, you know, count how many, you know, people were, you know, that you know that were you know that you know that were either infected with COVID or not, but we never make fun on of deaths. You know, we used to count the numbers. You remember that? Yeah. You know, and the thing is, we don't, we don't, we don't make fun of that stuff. Okay. We either talk about it, or we just, you know, or we just don't. But we never make fun of it. Anybody else have something to say? Um, I know. Andrew and Brandon are the only ones left. And yeah, I, I, I got something to say. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Andrew. All right. I tell you, oh, God, when somebody had with cancer or any kind of illness, there's no joke about it. There's no joke about it. This is a serious matter when you have with cancer. And there's, you're like, why stage and tell a joke about cancer? That's not funny. This is not funny at all. This is a serious matter. 
and and Ricky Gervais are. You shouldn't be ashamed of doing that. That's all I have to say. Amen. All right, Brandon, you're next. All right. Well. Oh my God. You. You. Ricky Gervais. You want to make fun of cancer? And you think it's okay. You think it's okay that you're making fun of someone else's cancer? You know what? How about I do the same with you there, Ricky? To make fun of your uh, your loved one having cancer. You wouldn't like it. No, he wouldn't. And the fan and the fans who are who are laughing at Ricky Gervais' joke, a massive fuck you. They get they massive get all fuck you. Well said. And with that, Ricky, also a massive fuck you as well. For making fun of cancer. Yeah. And the thing is there. You don't do that. You don't make fun of cancer. You sick son of a bitch. And you know what? Go touch grass too, Ricky. I'm done. You know, I just want to say this before we uh, move on to someone else here on the panel. Yeah. I have lost, you know, a relative of mine, you know. It wasn't my brother, just so we're clear. I mean, that's I mean, that's a whole different story. I lost someone who was losing, you know, their life to cancer, you know. And I saw this guy, and he was, you know, again, same treatments and all that. Ball, all that, what you would call it. To be honest with you, if you if you guys think that I will ever take, you know, cancer as a joke, you got another thing coming because I've never, you know, I've never thought of it as a joke and I never will because I lost somebody to cancer. And it's been a long time since I've ever, ever since, ever since, you know, like in a long time, since maybe 2004 or five, I believe. And to this day, I haven't, you know, and then there's another person, you know, and, you know, in my life who also lost her battle to cancer, you know, and again, it's a difficult struggle. So Ricky, next time when you start, you know, talking out, out your ass and not think with your head before you say anything, just know it's not just about, you know, you hurting people's feelings. It's a matter of you hurting people's wills and spirits who actually fight through this shit. Keep that in mind. Anyway, um, I'm, I'm done. Who wants to go next in the, in their own topics? Because after all, I'm sorry it took this long, but Hey, it had to get it out there first. 
let's get on the light. Let's get on the lighter side of things because I got some news, which I'm very, very shocked that this even happened to me. It's it's a good thing. Okay, I'm done work. All right, I'm getting my car. I usually check my phone before I take off and go home. And I went on X.com, aka Twitter, and somebody followed me, and I got the evidence. That, uh, I got the evidence right here. Guess who decided to follow me? Who? I don't know if you can read that. Let oh, me. Just... I think I know what it is. Our truth. Our truth. Our truth. Our true followers. What? Wait, wait, are, wait. Are, is this verified? Is this the it's, real R true? He's yeah. verified. Verified. Seriously. Mark there. Oh, I'm, holy sh! I our true is. Oh. Our true is one of the funniest people in wrestling. I've said it. Now, our true, because he said, you know, because Finn Balor made a made a tweet, uh, and next he goes, the nightmare I had is having our truth under my tree for the holiday for Christmas, right? And our truth took a picture of himself, a selfie of himself underneath the tree. Said, I got you, dog. And I responded with Mike Tyson, like laughing, and you know, Alana Rose, you know, he's like laughing and all that. He liked my response and he followed me. Oh my like, God. I could not That's believe awesome. it. I was like, holy crap. If there's any way to end the, end the year like that, That's that's I was really excited. Yeah, our truth, our truth followed me on Twitter X. I'm going to call it Twitter X because, you know, it's confusing because Twitter formerly known as X. I'm calling it. Keep going. Hello, Eddie, in the live chat. How are you doing? Wow. So, yeah, Archer, I could not believe it. I was shocked. I was like, ha, ha. I mean, you're talking about, boy, you're talking about over the summer we've interviewed Molina, and I got a chance to talk to Molina. I thought that was exciting. And now Archer follows me on Twitter, X. Hey, I'll take it. And then this, this ends it's a, a nice, decent year for me. I mean, I'm I'm very happy about that. So, Archer, if you're watching this, shout out to you, dude. What's up? Ron Killings, yeah. Ron Killings, yeah. The former NWA World Heavyweight Jimmy, one of the funniest people. The you know so weird? He's still, he's still the only man, the only African-American male to ever be the NWA World Champion. There hasn't been another one after him, which is still crazy, you know? And our, you know our, I'll tell you what, our truth, Ron Killings, and I'll tell you what, this guy, he is hilarious. He's a, he's a great rapper. You know what this means? The NWA is racist. <laughs> And the guy doesn't age. You are goofball mascots, correct? In fact, Roman Reigns nicknamed him Immortal because guys like almost fifty some odd years old and dude, dude wrestles like he's he acts like he's twenty five. Some he's hilarious, but I you know I love our truth and I'm a big fan of his and always because uh, he's hilarious. I mean, I will never you know like if I had a favorite our truth moment is when he's black, not white. Like, seriously, uh, I think if I had a favorite our truth moment is when him and Drake Maverick. You know, Drake Maverick going on to uh, Miz TV, and Drake Maverick said, "We haven't consummated the marriage. Fiber is good for that." Our truth. What are you talking? Truth. What are you talking about? He said his marriage is constipated, and that's why I started laughing. I thought it was hilarious. And so he provided a lot of funny moments. But having him follow me on Twitter, it's an honor. And I'm, you know, our truth's the man. Our truth's the man. Even if he doesn't get a world title shot or an intercontinental title shot, and all the man will go down as the most entertaining dude. Dude, the guy's wow. a former tag champion, U.S. champion. Yeah, they, the, I'll the take that. Who, who holds the many, many times of the 24-7 title. May it rest in peace. Yeah. But still. Yeah. By the I, way, if anything, I got a proposal. Uh, if they were to bring that title back, especially after it was, quote-unquote, thrown in the garbage, even though it missed, they should bring that back only smashed up 
and bring it and and christen it as the new uh, WWE 24-7 Hardcore Championship. Yeah. And yeah, let people like our truth, you know, yeah. you know, you know, win it and all that. Yeah, I I have the, the team of our truth and Trick Williams. That 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 would be that would be a bad idea. That Trick Williams is a pretty good entertaining guy too. Truth and Trick. Truth and Trick. Oh, we're on to something here. We're on to something with that. That that that's hilarious. We're on it. Like I said, having our truth follow me on on freaking uh, Twitter X, dude. I, dude, I, I'm off with that, man. And you know what? Here's another thing. Here's another joke for you, which is funny because I know how to tell a joke. Watch this. You know something? Like with the NWA, not only do they enable you know drugs, they they enable all the white people up there to take advantage of everything. And they and they don't allow, allow black people. You know why? Because everybody is up there. They're all white, not black. But they, they have. A, they currently have a. Uh, they do have a current TV um, television champion in NWA that is black. His name is. Oh Nick. well, does that make up for the anybody becoming the world heavyweight champion in NWA black? No. No, <laughs> uh, uh, it's a start. Because I. The company is racist. Oh, wait, he's not the. He's not the only one. But I think. Um, uh, Kira Tazawa and R-Truth, you know. I know, Kira- I know. Jordy, you don't play the race card. No, I don't, but I love having to make fun of it. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, yeah, Kira Tazawa. That's, that's funny, okay? Yeah. Kira Tazawa and R-Truth, you know, they come with friends. That's really cool. Um, Wait, they went. Oh, yeah, they were. Oh, yeah, because of the 24-7. Uh, yeah, Kira Tazawa is another guy, too, that is, provides a little bit of hilarity. Now, and he joins up with Alpha Academy. Yeah, so aren't you following me on, tw- on Twitter X? Awesome. That's all I'm going to say. It's, it's awesome and honor. And I know we, we, we were on Twitter X. Uh, rant and rave. Aren't you, if you're watching this, sir, thank you. I'm honored. And Ask Paul Levesque if you can be on R&R. <laughs> Ask Paul Levesque. Oh, aren't you on R&R? That'll be the most hilarious thing ever, man. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That'd be no, awesome. Aren't you on no, R&R? And then be like, Wait, what's on all about? Like, what's 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 on a stand for? Wrestling relaxation? No, we're ranting and raving, man. <laughs> oh, our troops hilarious though. I I love him so. That's yeah, so our I love the guy too. You know, the thing is, I actually here's the thing. I know I enjoyed his TNA run a lot. You know, a lot better than the other runs he's had. Whether it was with the WWF back, you know, when it was still the WWF. But hey, quick. WWE run right now, I gotta admit, he brings the entertainment no matter what it is, and I highly doubt he would have ever brought that kind of entertainment to TNA. I mean, I'm serious. Yeah, I, yeah, and just, you know, an art truth brings smiles on people's faces. He makes wrestlers break character, which is even more hilarious. When he, when he actually got Brock Lesnar to laugh, that's an accomplishment in its own self. Yeah, you know what, he actually made a big show uh, crack during that. You remember that one time when he went when he yeah, did that? Like, so he actually made the big show crack a bit, you know. Yeah. Until big yeah. show choke slam him. Yeah, so that you know yeah, Godfather, I'm calling you and here's another another topic. Godfather I'm calling you out. He said that the Broncos and, and Brandon, no disrespect, it was a great game. Broncos Patriots, thanks yeah. for having me on. Yeah, um, you're welcome. 
Godfather, Godfather Dom said that Broncos will beat the Patriots 75 to 3. Hey, Godfather, what happened? What happened, Godfather? You know what happened? Okay, here we go. You know what? You know what happened? Uh, Broncos went on the train. Right. You know what happens, Godfather Dom Dom? When you say the Patriots are going to lose 75 to 3, huh? You know what happens? And they win the end up winning the game by a field goal? Godfather Dominic Williams? You just made the list. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yes. I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> I've, yes. always to... I've always wanted to do that. And next next time, don't be predicting that the that the Patriots are gonna lose. Well, especially when you're thinking that it's gonna be a, a very interesting yet impossible high score in football. Mm. Yeah. Take a break. Yeah, our truth, our truth would have break broken the Undertaker. Yeah. No. Oh, very true. I, I, I'd say that'd be a done deal. Yeah, I, I have to agree, goofball. That would have been, that would have been great. Uh, I was very, very surprised the Pats won. So did I. I, you know, I thought, you know, like I said, Mile High Stadium. It was a very tough place for the Patriots to play, even during their Tom Brady when Tom Brady was playing for them. But they pulled it. The Patriots pulled it out. I just would not believe it. So it was a great game. You know, I get to re- live react with Brandon for the last quarter, which I uh, again thank you, Brandon, for that. And yep, you're welcome. I had a lot of fun doing it. Christmas Eve. I you know it was the best Christmas Eve ever. I reconnected with uh, my sister and my brother-in-law. We have for five and a half years. We have not spoken to each other, and and I'm glad to reconnect. We didn't with speak that. five and a half years because we had our differing opinions. Uh, it wasn't about politics. It was about football. I love football. <laughs> uh-huh, no. No, it wasn't about that. It was about something else. I don't want to get into it. But, I but, know. I know. I know. But they want to re- you know, reestablish a, a relationship with my family, which is really awesome seeing that. And it was, it was one of the best Christmas. I didn't get anything physically for Christmas except for a gift card here and there. But Oh, speaking of gift cards, you know what? Uh, I think somebody, even though last night we could have had IHOP, but apparently someone forgot the IHOP gift card we got from one of our friends at church because we would have had that Wonka special. <laughs> <laughs> that someone right now. Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. <laughs> we need a mama bear moment with you. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyways. Yeah, so uh <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Brandon, what's uh, <laughs> damn here we go? Do the damn gun damn. Oh yeah, oh yeah, hold on. <laughs> yeah. And the Speaking fact that he won last week on collision was, <laughs> was very match, very shocking. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh we still have that, that clip of ah, are you singing about carry on the Lord, son? <laughs> yeah, so that's that was my topic. R-True, follow me on Twitter X. R-True, thank you. Rock on, dudes. Let's go. I'm gonna, Who's got next topic? I'm going I'm to have to go next after that. <laughs> go ahead, Michael. Yeah, wow. go ahead. He's like, well, every time I talk, we go off in a tangent sometimes. Of the week of 2023, by the way. Wrestler of the week. Yeah, well, it's gonna be another two or one, but it's. I was debating something for the first half of this. Double in this two for one. I was thinking maybe another 
kind of a classic update like I've been doing. Go ahead, because the, even though we know who the finalists no, I've been are, debating. by the way, this, by the way one debating. of the finalists, I was actually shocked. Yeah. But all that said, go ahead and give us some updates. I was actually debating this in my head. Whether to give a kind of a classic update or go through the uh, NXT year-end awards for the first half. Wait, the NXT wait NXT had a year-end awards thing. Yeah, this past Tuesday. Yeah, yeah they did. I didn't. Uh oh. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh oh. Because I figured. We're going to predict uh, the classic at World's End uh, a little bit later on. Yes. And I think I'm going to go with with recap of the NXT year end awards for the first half because I think because I this is going to pay me off better knowing that it all, but go ahead. (laughs) Once I get to a certain category, expect a certain walkout from Eric. First off, let's okay. The NXT Year End Awards winners were announced this past Tuesday night on NXT. Votes were cast through WWE's website. So here we go. So votes on WWE.com actually count nowadays. Why am I gonna walk out? I've watched NXT. So, for male competitor of the year, this could have gone to one of three, but they gave it to Ilya Dragunov. I, I I'm not surprised that. considering he's you know yeah. the current NXT champion. Plus, he's yeah. actually he actually has he actually has great matches, and now I'm yeah. not just talking about the ones in you know in NXT UK. I'm also talking here in America too. Yeah, he uh, he deserved this. That. Also, could have gone. Keep this in mind. This also could have gone to. Carmelo or Trick Williams or maybe even Wesley. Who knows? Yeah. Hmm. Wesley suffered a lot of injuries too. That kind of like helped. Yeah, uh, yeah but either this also could have gone to either Carmelo or Trick for that matter. Yeah, those either one of those four gentlemen deserve it, but yeah, got you gotta go with Ilya Dragonoff at this point. I'm gonna save that mm-hmm. category for the middle. Tag team of the year. Apparently, no surprise. The Creed brothers. I I, I agree with that. And yeah, after all, I totally, couple- I totally agree as well. So 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 far, I'm thinking, all right, this is good. We're hitting the right on the money. And then female competitor of the year comes. Or Steiner, uh, or Braun Breaker, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Sorry. Um, okay. So and what we got female. Here? And then competitor. female competitor of the year comes. Oh no! Uh, here we go. Oh, here we go. This is the one category in which oh I am so mad at. <laughs> Guess who got oh, it? Oh no! Here we go. Oh no! Oh, let's get some ready, kids. It, it, I it think, was your, I it, think it, I know what you're it, talking about. It was uh, it was oh, your oh, Tiffany. It was your Tiffany strap on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put on my safety helmet now. Yep, you hit it right on the head. Yeah, I was just going to say say this. <laughs> ah! Ah! 
Tiffany Stratton screwed me again. <laughs> oh. Well, actually, actually, <sighs> actually, it's impossible for her to screw you unless she has unless she has a penis. So. Um. <laughs> No, no, no. The first time was when she won the NXT Women's Jordy, the first time she'd done that was she won the NXT Women's Championship. Oh, so she used the, 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 the championship to get, you know, to put up your rectum. Okay. Uh, no. Oh, what? No, she won it by beating, by defeating Lyra Valkyria. Thank you. Oh, Apparently, so she got Valkyria to get up your ass. Okay. What? <laughs> not, not like that. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently Tiffany damaged every part of the brain except for one the idiot lobe. Wait, 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 hold on a second. Nick just said Tiffany strap on had sex with the NXT women's championship. <laughs> <laughs> she... <laughs> Boy. Uh... <laughs> Actually, actually, she, 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 Michael, so bad. You know what he was like? He was like, my butt! Ah! My hole! No, that was Nia Jax. <laughs> no. Oh, good lord. No, you're right. That, that is Nia Jax. No, you said, my ass! Ah! My hole! No, I should have been more specific. Of course, she should have been. I should have been more specific on that. No, I should have been more specific. Tiffany Stratton screwed my chances of having a good 2023 in terms of these awards. Uh, I I doubt that. It it was a difficult list. I think the only other contender to Tiffany Stratton. Well, Lyra Valkyria could have gotten it. Lyra Valkyria could have gotten it. Um, Moved up to Raw. Andy Hartwell. Yeah, Indy Hartwell would be another one. Yeah, that, but then again, uh, they Perez. Yeah. Move her little sexy self over to Rob and just take away the NXT title, even though she had a foot injury, but that's a whole different story. Yeah. Anyway, before we continue uh, on, Rock let's go ahead and give our advertisement sponsors for, you know, for the show. And, hey! <laughs> oh, boy. So, our sponsors and advertisements <laughs> go out to the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Uh, to Jesse Carter and his friends over there. Um, if you want to check out some wrestling, you know, topics, uh, all you got to do is go to the YouTube channel that is in the description right now, the Pro Wrestling Shoot with Jesse Carter, and look up some, you know, wrestling topics related, you know, whether it's an upcoming pay-per-view, upcoming wrestling shows, and much more. Also, shout-outs to Alex Parez to, you know, his creation, the 25 KAPR TV, only on YouTube where you can play lots of, you know, um, game shows, whether it's, you know, Planko the Game Show, Bonzi Jungle Challenge, and much, much more. And if you want to be a part of these game shows that, you know, that he plans on doing sometime, you know, that will come out in the next summer, all you got to do is go to his Discord and just feel free to join in as a member. And also, to the Scorpion Death Drop, Leon Calavera, we got... Anyway, to, you know, to LC Productions, um, LC Calavera Productions, go head over there and see his, you know, flash animations, you know, whether it's, you know, like regarding the Sonic stuff or whatever the case may be and other projects he plans on doing and so on. And also to the House of Chayton, um, whenever he's going to be doing any live streams or 
whatever. God. Be quiet! <laughs> I said quiet! <laughs> oh, goodness me. <laughs> <laughs> Vince, Vince McMahon, Stone Cold, all over again. How, how, yeah, to the House of Chayton, if you, and also to his uh, upcoming pro- Shut the f- <laughs> <laughs> I told you, folks. I, I told you, Vince McMahon, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, all over again. Uh, oh. Uh. Oh, having an open door policy. So, <laughs> but yeah, to the House of Chayton, um, if he has his upcoming projects, you know, whether it's game play, live streams, or whatever have you, and also to the, you know, to the shows I hope returns, like the Exiled Entertainment, Exiled, you know, Outcast, and also Exiled Masculinity, and so much more. And also to the David 3000 Network, which you'll see upcoming shows, whether it's Let's Talk Football or 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 Wipe Those Tears or my personal favorite, the Popcorn Panel Podcast, which stars me and William Braun, which is hosted by Victor DeValle. And also to Mr. Garrison 96, um, who does, you know, our favorite show um, every Monday, you know, in the afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern, uh, 4 Central and two Pacific, the both is on the sofas. So yeah, if you want to, you know, uh, catch all these channels, look right here in the description and you will, and, and then subscribe to all these, you know, uh, you know, these content creators that we are, you know, given, you know, some prop, you know, shout outs to. And with that, let's go on with the show. Mike will continue. Uh a uh, friendly I, reminder, both of the sofas will not be on I until don't think January you saw 8. that, Jody. I, I fell as, as we were laughing so hard. Oh, not, uh, then I didn't mean to interrupt, but uh, I'm oh. going to say a stock remi- uh, a friendly reminder, both of the sofas will not return until January 8th mm-hmm. of 2024. Well, yeah, well, it, it, it'll be back on Mondays on January 8th. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's still a good Monday show. I mean, you can watch reruns if you have to. Yeah. But you got anyway. it. I don't think you saw it, but as you were, as you were closing it, I literally fell on the floor laughing. Yeah, Man, that's so funny. Yeah, and with that, get down to the ground. Yeah. And now yeah. like a Nickelback song. Nickelback, oh boy. Nickelbackle. Nickelbackle. <laughs> Nickelbackle, oh boy. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. The first half of my two for one. And we left off Tiffany Stren winning Female Competitor of the Year, which I'm certainly not pleased by. Moment of the year, I think we all are going to be pleased. The Undertaker appearance. Yes, yes. First time in an NXT appearance, setting Braun Breaker straight. 
Yeah, I love the dead man doing that. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. So Braun Breaker was gay? <laughs> no. Then why did he say set? <laughs> oh God! Braun Breaker was choke slammed. Braun Breaker thinks he's the only badass in the WWE. Great <laughs> about that. Look at Nick. He's saying the gay community. <laughs> Reminds me of uh, Triple H making fun of Randy Orton. Oh, jeez. Taker looked really good in that segment. Oh, oh yeah, I've seen it. I'm just being funny right here. Uh, uh, Match of the year. Uh, oh, man. Carmelo Hayes, Ilya Dragunov, and NXT No Mercy. One of the best rivalries in NXT in recent time. Mm-hmm. You misspelled wax. It's not S. <laughs> The was oh. out of the ears. Did someone say guy community? <laughs> <laughs> the, the awards were great. Uh, the awards were great. One bad award and the female competitor of the year. Of course. I'm just going to make Pro Rest of the Week quick. He, he had quite the week. With the victories over Andrade El Idolo and Brian Danielson to move on to the to move on to the championship final, C- certainly yes, Eddie Kingston. Agreed, agreed, yep, agreed. That was a great matchup between those two last night. Mm, and I'm agreed. gonna end that topic right there. Right. Speaking of which, um, I did not anticipate Eddie Kingston to make it to the finals. I'm just gonna be real with you guys here. I thought it was going to be Daniel Bryan, but it turns out one th- one or two things are going to happen. Either Kingston is going to retain his, his titles and gain a new one, or John Moxley is going to gain three new titles that he's never won before. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something right now. That is going to be... Yeah. It's going to be crazy on Saturday. Hey, Kingston, don't tell a certain interviewee that. Oh. oh. Speaking of which... Oh my God! Don't even say it. I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, I know with NXT. That's all I'm gonna say. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Let's just say that. But yeah. her and Green is a tag team, along with Tiffany Stratton and Last Legend, four women with the biggest mouths in history. You can call them the Karen World Order. For all I care. Yeah, Maddie Rinkowski. There you go. Signed with the WWE. I'm telling you. You know what? If I somehow end up in the WWE. Let me tell you something. If she has a problem with me working there, I'll say this. Too bad, bitch. Because here's the thing. She could have stayed and took in the joke like a man, as it were, even though, again, she doesn't have thick skin. I wonder how the WWE will think about, you know, having to hire someone who can easily be, quote-unquote, heckled by a fan, you know, and just walk away. I'm just simply, I'm just simply pointing out, I'm just pointing out the facts here. I know someone else has to go next, but Brandon, when you made those comments about Ricky Gervais, I, I literally start bowing down to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was the ultimate. Yeah, so did I. So did I. So did I. <laughs> of this year, well, I you just started talking, Andrew. 
Well, we have another celebrity is in trouble. Like er, earlier, about you're talking about Ricky Gervais, but we have another celebrity in hot water, and that is Pierce oh, Brosnan. Oh, Pierce Brosnan's in hot water. Yeah. What did he say? Yep. He's, oh, oh, Pierce Brosnan, who's Fantasia's movie character like James Bond. He's in hot water plenty of times, and now say now facing heat in real life, charged with stepping out of bounds in a thermal area during a recent visit to Yellowstone National Park. Oh, hmm. ho, ho, ho. Pierce Brosnan. Oh, ho, ho, my God. Oh, listen, listen, listen. Pierce Brosnan in an off-limits area at Mammoth Terrace in the northern part of the Yellowstone near the Wyoming Montana line on November 1st, according to two federal Considerations issued Tuesday. Rossman is scheduled for a mandatory court appearance on January 23rd in a courtroom with the oldest world oldest national park. Like, oh my god. I don't know why Pierce Bronsman does that. Like, okay, so my question is everyone, do you think Pierce Bronsman is should not be allowed to be at, at Yellowstone? Considering how he's getting himself into trouble more than a horse sweating in church, I say, yeah, he shouldn't be allowed that near that park. I have to agree with Jordan on that one, Andrew. Brandon? Yeah, same here. Eric, guess I really don't. I really don't know what to say about this. I mean, he gets in trouble for stepping out of bounds and Yellowstone. Well, Yellowstone Park is a very, very. Um, very big national, you know, like a national landmark of a park. And it's probably some areas, you know, you don't go near Old Faithful and all that good stuff. And In my moment but, of glory! <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Um, So, I don't know. I think Pierce Brosnan got to learn more about Yellowstone Park before he enters it. Do some research. That way he can some areas you don't have to worry about stepping in there and Say okay, don't step in the area. That's what you could have done. Yeah. Well, that's that's the end of my topic right there. So, Brandon, it's all yours. And then after that, we got to give our predictions for World's End, and yep. finally yep. the R and R 2023 Hall of Fame induction. That is right. Well, Sean Spears will be officially a free agent since he's going to be gone from AEW. I just talked about, I just said something about that earlier, you know, today. Is this from Sportskeeda? Oh, yeah, and he also made a tweet about it as well. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Before you start, I want to say I think this is a, this is a smart move by Sean because – they have not utilized him, not not even once since, you know, ever since he was with MJF and the Pinnacle, or the Penial, as I like to call them, just to make fun of them. So, and I haven't seen him being utilized better ever since after that, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know... Even though he had fun 
the part of the part of AEW at the time, but the end of it, not so much. You know, he actually tweeted this out saying, and and I quote, "One of one of wonderful time it has been. Thank you AEW for allowing me to be there from the ground level. It's been a fantastic five years of growth and personal development. This is a personal choice." and one that is best for me and my family at this time. Thank you to all staff and talent alike for the memories, and then most importantly to the incredible fans of professional wrestling. I love you guys. I really do. Mm-hmm. Yep, and shows out the, uh, the good old number. Yeah, which, by the way, teases a Royal Rumble return. Because it'll oh, be a, yeah. on January first. That is right. Well, like I like I said before, Tony, Con, you fucked up again. One yeah. more. That's another one gone. I mean, how many people are gonna leave AEW? Like you got originals like QT Marshall leaving. You got Sean Spears leaving. I mean, like, I mean, like, what's there to give now? Yep. Well, QT is no more now. And uh, now, uh, Johnny TV and Ty Valkyrie are on Ring of Honor. In fact, they're in a feud. Johnny TV's That's, in a feud with Dalton. It's funny you. Ju- it's funny you point that out because I noticed that he was on ROH TV because Chayton sent me a video clip of you know of Johnny TV walking down to the ring, you know, with Ty Valkyrie, right. even though he never walked down to the ring with her, but showcased that they're in ROH together. Right. Now, yeah, which is really cool for them to work together. But why are you yeah. calling yourself Johnny TV when the company that was once, you know, on television, longer on television, you could call yourself Johnny Honor. That was any, anywho, continuing on before I lose my train of thought, you know, we have powerhouse Hobbs as part of the Don Callis family, but, where does that leave Harley Cameron? Well, we just found out that she's aligned herself with Soraya. Soraya as in, you know, the quote-unquote outcasts? Yep. Yep. In fact, we might see her on Rampage because uh, Ruby Soho is going one-on-one with Marina Shafir. And Soraya says, presents Harley Cameron as, Soraya, as Ruby Soho's backup. Probably more than just a backup. More like, you know... Like a, like a restraining order for you know. I for- <laughs> uh, uh, you know looking at Harley Cameron, you can she can provide a distraction for Angela Parker away from Ruby Soho. I think Saraya is playing all along. The Saraya don't want her, uh, don't want uh, Ruby Soho and Angela Parker together. And I'm, I'm thinking, I think Harley Cameron, perfect woman to be that distraction. Well, actually, she'd be a good distraction for you, but not for Anthony. Anthony? Oh, Angelo. I'm sorry. Angelo. Like Anthony? Who's Anthony? You know, Botchamania, anyway. people. Yes, Botchamania. But yeah. then Zion Coin will probably not. Was he not Anthony Parker at one point? No. No, he no, he wasn't. He was Chase Parker. Oh, he was Chase Parker. Oh, in the WWE, okay. Yeah, and as Everrise. Yeah. Matt Martell and uh, Chase Parker. They will know as Everrise. Dan, 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 dan. So, 
But anyway, before we go into our, you know, predictions, um, as you probably don't know this by now, last night on AEW Dynamite, um, we found out that um, officially we ha- now have ROH World Tag Team Champions and the Devil's Masked Minions, apparently. And Samoa Joe had set Ed- MJF up just to, you know, to destroy him. Now, honestly, that's some pretty good good TV right there, if I do say so myself. Probably some some good storytelling that we haven't had in a while. So, but however, what will come into play on Saturday? Because here's the thing. I don't know if the devil will showcase who he really is behind the mask. Because, honestly, I don't see it happening. Not yet, anyway. Because, again... Plus, if, if they were going to end this year on a high note, they, they will do that. But if they're not going to do it after, you know, the main event, then because people are saying that it could be Adam Cole behind the mask because, again, but then again, we don't know who it is. Like, it's all still a mystery to us. Yeah, we might find out at the uh, World's End. A lot of people are speculating that everything will culminate in World's End. We'll find out because now that Samoa Joe backstabbed MJF, there's something going on. So, <sighs> anyway, either Adam Cole or Jack Perry. And by the way, Hunter Hughes, how are you doing in the live chat, buddy? Mm. All right. So, let's go ahead with uh, the predictions for, you know, World's End, the, you know, this coming Saturday. By the way, I'll be covering it on my channel to live react with. And hopefully, Eric, you'll be there. I will be. All right. Now, whatever happens on Rampage, maybe it'll add to the card. But then again, that's when we'll update our, you know, stuff if we have to. So I just, wait, we just had two. We just had another match added. All the rest of the members of the Continental Classic are going to be an eight-man tag. Hmm. So. Okay. Wait, all the members of the of, of the classic will be an eight man tag? Yeah, it would be an eight man tag. One team it's Claudio Castagnoli and Brian Danielson teaming up with Mark Briscoe and Daniel Garcia. And they're, they're all members of the blue blue team, blue league. Where's the gold league team? Brody King, uh Jay White, Jay Lethal, and Roosh. Hmm. They don't even they don't have this added to the match card, you know, on the Wikipedia page. But um, they don't uh, they they don't. But originally it was announced on X. Well, that would explain a lot. Yeah. Anyway, let's go ahead. Uh, first of all, we're not going to go ahead. We won't talk about the twenty man battle royal because we don't even know who's in the battle royal. So we'll just skip that. Yep. Yeah. We got Hook defending the FTW Championship against Wheeler Yuta in an FTW Rules match. So, I, my money's on Hook because, again, I don't really see Wheeler Yuta winning that FTW title. But, yeah, it's got to be Hook for the dub, yeah. No problem. I got Hook. I got Hook because... All the other members of the Black World Combat Club will be busy. Apparently, yeah. no surprise. Hook. Who do you pick, Andrew? Well, guess what? Guess what, gentlemen? 
It's an official. Hook is the, it's going to win. Okay. First agreement, finally. Hmm. Next, we got the Continental Ch Classic Finals, the championship final for the AEW to determine who will be the inaugural AEW Continental Champion and also who will also be the ROH World Champion and the NJPW Strong Openweight Champion. And Eddie Kingston is betting th those two championships just to get another one. Um, Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley. I, I personally think the last time we saw these two, you know, in a title match was like a few years ago at, at full gear and it was in the main event. Okay. For the world title and John Moxley won that match. And I hate the bet against John Moxley, but I'm willing to bet that Kingston, he's going to do it. I think Kingston might win. I'm going to agree with you there, and I'll tell you why. Kingston is due for a win over John Moxley. I believe it's Kingston's time to get an AW title. I, be I, I believe that Kingston is going to do it. I got a lot of respect for Moxley. He goes out there and does it. Moxley wants to, wants Kingston to give it at him, get at him 110%. I expect Kingston to do so. Eddie Kingston walks away as inaugural mm -hmm. AEW Continental Champ. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah you know you. I, go, ahead. go ahead i'm sorry but yeah you know since this is eddie kingston's uh home field advantage he, which he's currently from residing of new york which is a out of yonkers so makes perfect sense there that this time it's eddie kingston to win the AW Continental Champion. So, Eddie Kingston for the W. Yep. It's a trend. Eddie Kingston. Like like Eric said, he's due for a win over Moxley. Your turn, Andrew. And for me, once again, we, once again, we another, another, Another decision is Eddie Kingston. All right, another another, thing, another, another another one. Eddie Kingston. Two in a row now. By the way, side note: speaking of wrestling, I'm seeing the Iron Claw on Saturday. Okay, Hunter, that'd be good. All right. Next, we got Julia Hart versus Abaddon for the AEW TBS title. I'm going with Julia because I mean. I don't want to see her reign being cut short, you know. I'm with you there, Julia Hart. I mean, yep. Julia Hart won the yeah. title, and she's not going to lose anything. I know Abaddon's going to give her a good fight, but uh, Abaddon's Abaddon's getting that opportunity, and uh, and but she uh, but even though she'll not win, I think she's going to show up and show out, show the women's division what she's all about. And she could step up to, to, uh, to timeless Tony Storm, but but I, I see Julia Hart retaining the title. I see, Sky Blue mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of mind games with these two, but I think Julia Hart's going to come out on top. So that's four of us saying Julia Hart, Andrew.
And for the third time, another clean sweep. Julia Hart. Wow. Now three in a row, as Andrew mentioned. If only if if only people in politics could, you know, agree with each other. Yeah. Next we got Timeless Tony Storm defending the AEW women's world title versus Riho. Okay. As much as I love Riho, I mean, she is like a bundle of cuteness that I would love to hug and squeeze all day long. And, and, and eventually, you know, like nestle between those awesome breasts. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I was thinking out loud there. Anyway, I don't really see her beating Tony Storm. And I think, you know, and especially, especially with the fact that, you know, Tony Storm, I mean, she, you know, like, like, hold on a second. Yeah, she won that title, like, just last month. And, and just like with Julia Hart, I don't want her, her reign being cut short like this. So I'm going with Tony Storm. And I'll, I'll tell you what, right now, I have to agree with you, Jordan. You know, Riho, as cute she is, and she, she was the inaugural um, AEW Women's World Champion. But Tony Storm's been riding that wave of momentum. Ever since she transferred her, uh, transformed her character from an outcast to... A timeless one, and I and I gotta tell you, you know, her antics are funny. They're she's hilarious, very entertaining. She's like AEW's answer to our truth almost, um, in the women's division, and she's like the AEW's our truth in the women's division. But she does it, and she, but she's yeah. white, not black. Like seriously, will you stop? Anyways, what <laughs> your what your impressions? Anyways, but you know, Tony Storm, you know, we got Lutha, and you got Mariah May can get involved. Yeah, and Tony Storm's winning this matchup. There is no doubt. And still. And plus, I love her. But, yeah. I, you know, I love to see Rio becoming the champ once again. But it, it's too early for uh, her to lose the title right away. Time was Tony Storm winning it. Yeah, again, I'm with you guys. Timeless Tony Storm and still. <laughs> and by the way, side note. Eric can get a fantasy with Tony Storm. I'm in a fantasy with Mariah May because I think she's gorgeous. Mariah May is gorgeous. Uh, I expect a rivalry between those two, like Mickey was with Trish back in 2005, 2006. I expect the same situation in this one. All right, Andrew. Clean sweep number Clean sweep four. Number four. Whoa. Tony Storm. Oh, wow. Tony Storm. Here we go. Unbelievable, man. We're, we're Tony Storm stormtroopers. Yep. <laughs> Tell me you didn't just say that. <laughs> the stormtroopers. Are you fucking serious? Agreement hey, number four for the click. <laughs> <laughs> so. Next, we got an eight-man tag team match that's actually, you know, not, you know, announced by X. We got Ricky Starks and Big Bill, by the way, lazy bastards who are not defending their tag titles on this pay-per-view. Um, and Don and the Don Callis family, Kanosuke, Takeshita, and Powerhouse Hobbs with Don Callis versus Los Six Gods, which we I called it 
Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara are back together along with Sting and Darby Allen in a six man, I mean, in an eight man tag match. So I'm going, I'm going with Jericho, Guevara, Sting, and Allen. Because here's the thing: if Sting's in the match, you know this, you know his team's gonna win. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the two legends and the two pillars. Yeah, that's right, because you got two pillars of AEW on that team: Guevara and Allen. Mm-hmm. And you got two legends in Sting and Jericho. They can't lose. Well, because- well, the fact that Sting hasn't even lost any of his tag matches since you know he's been in AEW. That's another proven factor that you know that Sting's team is going to win. And, and no, only that, who, 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 uh, I mean, you get, oh, I mean, I mean, if you got, uh, if you got a guy that looks like a hot dog at ringside and Don Callis, I call him hot dog head because he's got a head like a hot dog. So hot dog head callus, uh, with him like that, hide your with a guy that looks like a hot dog. Means Scarface, Callus. And by the way, he didn't get that scar on his, on his head by eating pussy. By the way, uh, <laughs> oh. yeah. So hey, a hot dog head. Oh, Sting, Allen, Jarrett, and the Lesses gods. They're gonna win. Like seriously. Yep. Seriously. With that, I I gotta agree with you guys. Lesses gods. Darby Allen and Sting for the W. Yeah, again, we're all on. Uh, you got we're all in this. I think uh, Jericho Guevara. I'm so happy that those two are together again, and Sting and Darby Allen. Like you said, at best the two legends and the two pillars. I mean, and there's nothing. I mean, Sting put up. You put up a good fact that Sting hasn't lost the tag team match in AEW. Yet, and I, and I expect that winning that tag team winning streak is going to continue. And by the way, just to follow up, why uh, this is something that boggles me. Why does Don Callis look like a thumb? Thumb, <laughs> thumb from my kids. <laughs> That's another one. Oh. I said a hot dog head because well, I think a fan while Callis was like disrespecting. Uh, all white at ringside. I mean, Fanny, female Fanny Alley, look like a hot dog. He, you know what he looks like. This is a this is a beef's butt joke. You know that uh, should be. Heard. He should be. He he he. Uh, he he looks like a, a thumb. A thumb. A goofball mascot. I can quote cool runnings for you. We draw a line through the middle of Don Cal's head, so he looks like a butt. Anyway, so Andrew. Oh, I'm on again. Another clean sweep. We are a roll, folks. Okay, so if this somehow becomes a breaker, I'm not surprised. Christian Cage defends the TNT title against Adam Copeland in a no disqualification match. This one is a hard one. I mean... First off, we have Christian Cage and Adam Copeland both know each other very well. This match probably will surpass any match they ever had in WWE. And during the, you know, invasion angle when they were facing each other. And after that, because again, this is AEW, they expect nothing but the very best out of these two men. So I think this match will probably be something that they'll have to pull out in every single form of the playbook that they've ever played out of. 
it's really hard to decide. I mean, I mean, Christian, it's really hard to say if Christian should lose the TNT title to him, to Adam Copeland. But then again, shouldn't Adam Copeland's, you know, like drive beyond the AEW World Championship? Now, and again, we're going to get to the AEW World title in just a bit, but still, geez, oh. It's it's a tough call here, guys. I really don't know what who to pick. I mean, it's yeah, I'm with you on. But that. then, but then again, on one hand, we got Christian Cage. The no disqualification, you know, can still play in his favor because he can have Nick Wayne, Kill Switch, and Shayna Wayne, you know, come out of nowhere and just attack, you know, you know Copeland. But if this was a fair fight, I would give it to Copeland because I don't see anybody backing him up as of late. Has there anybody been backing him up as of late? No, not really. Not recently. No. So, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to give it give it to Christian Cage because I think he'll might retain. First time, streak is broken. Yeah. I'm going to go with Copeland. Somehow, I knew this was going to happen. You know? Copeland, I'm going with Copeland because he's going to pull it out. I think despite the interference, you know, Kill Switch, we don't we haven't seen Kill Switch at their side. We only saw Nick Wayne and Shayna Wayne, or Mother Wayne, as Christian Cage wants to refer to her as. Or Mother Cage. That's another way to call her. But anyways, um yeah, I, I'm going. Yeah, I gotta go with Copeland. Somehow I think Kill Switch will play a big role in that. Probably turn against Cage. I don't know. We'll find out for sure. Oh, speaking of, uh, I'm checking out the promo. Wait a minute. You know the reason why we haven't seen him in a while is because he performed a concerto on the guy. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you, you yeah. talking about that could be another reason. So, okay, speaking of New Japan, we got a new president of New Japan. Yep. No politics. Wait, never mind. This is wrong. No, that, no, uh, no. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi is the new New Japan president. <laughs> new Japan wrestler. Hiroshi Tanahashi. Hiroshi yeah. Tanahashi. Yep. Yep. Okay. Hmm. Who's next? You still got Michael uh, Brandon. And Brandon. And, oh, and Andrew to pick. Yeah. Jordan picked Cage. I picked Copeland. I'm sorry if I, I mean, like, I knew this was going to be man. You, listen, that, that's a, a logical uh, explanation, a logical pick. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I, mean, I, knew, I knew this was going to break the break the streak because, again, this is a hard, you know, decision to go with. Whether it's, you know, whether it's Cage or Copeland, it's a hard, you know, it's a hard one. Oh, I feel you. I hear you. Yeah, same. I mean, it, it's really tough on me on which one to pick as well. I mean, gosh. Again, this one, this is no disqualification. This one also plays a factor, Nick Wayne and Shana Wayne, or they like to call it Mother Wayne, or in the, the prodigy, Nick Wayne in that case. 
Oh, gosh. I mean, even though Copeland doesn't have any backup, but if somehow, some point, if Killswitch gets involved, it does come back and betrays the so 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 on called family. Oh God, you know, in this one, I'm gonna give it to Adam Copeland. All right, all right. Uh, Brandon, you made a good point about Kill Switch possibly betraying Christian Cage, and just for that logic of. Alone, I'm gonna go with Adam Copeland. And by the way, um, Shayna Wayne, it's just in terms of that night in Montreal, it's this thing called a promo. Go to Brandon Martin, he'll give you some notes. Okay, there you go. <laughs> she actually made she actually could cut a good promo, even when the people were booing her. And she, I mean, she knows how to sell it. Yeah, um, Andrew, who do you pick? Huh. <sighs> Well, there goes the, there goes my card for clean suit number six now. So I'm gonna I also could pick Adam Copeland as well. So if I had picked Adam Copeland, this would have been a clean. This is the first time we have four out of five. That's why. Four or five. Yeah, that's not this, bad. this is the first time well, we have four out of five. That's far, why. Don't I just don't picture seeing Adam winning a title this soon. I mean, let alone the TNT title. Yeah. Uh, but then again, if he wins, I mean. That that'll be a loss of a point on me. So, all right. So next we got Swerk Swerve Strickland versus Keith Lee. Mm. You know, I'm gonna go with Swerve Strickland because he's been on a roll as of late on both, like on the last two pay per views, Wrestle Dream and Full Gear against Adam Page. I think he might, you know, overcome Keith Lee. That's, you know, might. So, yeah, I'm going with Strickland. I'm going with Keith Lee on this one. Okay. Keith Lee's due for a win. So. Ooh. Understandable on that one. Uh, you know, like what Jordy said, Got big wins at Russell Dream and then at Full Gear. So with that, Swerve Strickland. Okay. Yeah. Eric actually made a good point on the on this uh, because Keith Lee has the uh, size advantage in this matchup. That's okay. So Andrew gets to break this tie. So. Who do you pick, Strickland or or Lee? I hate to do this to everyone. Agree with Eric. I pick the Keith Lee. All right. Does the Dan XP's pick Swerve Strickland to win this? That's what I pick. Say what? Oh. Oh, I swerve when I drive. That's because that's because there's a thing called a swerve, you know. So next we got Miro versus Andrade. <laughs> DJ. 
And by the way, hopefully CJ Perry, I hope she's, you know, her fingers getting healed up and all that. I mean, that gash on her finger looks awful. I've seen it and I don't want to see it ever again. I think she said, I think she's home now, I think, from the hospital. Yeah, well, it says well it says on Wikipedia that that she'll that that she'll be accompanying, you know, El Idolo, but then again, who knows? I gotta go with Miro on this one. I, I got to because I haven't seen Miro compete on a pay-per-view in such a long time. And this is a good way to build him up as a real threat to, you know, to any championship, whether it's the continental, the, the international, the TNT title again, you know, or the, or you're maybe even the world title. I, I gotta go with Miro. Miro is going to be two way motivated. And that's not good news for Andrade El Idolo. Any man is being managed by CJ Perry. Miro is Miro is more than likely going to beat you up. Mm-hmm. So, like, like I said, if CJ Perry was in my corner, Miro will probably put me in a casket six feet deep in a body bag. See you later. I'll probably be in the hospital with a busted up face, worse than a, than a street fighter when they lose. And also but, the accolade too. <laughs> the accolade. Eric, Eric, you said you know put you in a casket six feet under in a body bag. First of all, you'd be in a body bag on the way to the morgue. Then after the autopsy and stuff is done, then they'll cremate you, then put you in the casket, and then you'll be buried six feet under. Cremate a casket? They cremate me. They put me in an urn, not in a casket, if I get cremated. Or they'll put the urn in the casket. Yeah. Unless, yeah. unless, unless all, all I know is Miro, if I, if, I, if I wrestled against Miro with CJ Perry in my corner, Miro would kill me. That's what I'm trying to say. So Andrade doesn't stand a chance against Miro. Miro's gonna I don't Miro. I don't disagree with you. Huh? And I don't disagree with you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh oh, that's yeah. a new and, and yeah, uh, Miro is going to win. Wait, I'm going back and Miro. forth in your producer's show. Oh, Cypress is Cypress is Tom's probably on. Yeah. Wait, he's in. Wait, could he be in the live chat? Oh, he's not in the live chat. I think he's doing the show. No, he's. I think he's doing on Twitch there. Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, anyway, Brandon, you're next. But yes, uh, with that. Sorry, Andrade El Idolo. Game over, Miro. It's almost it's almost equivalent to Uwa. You know, it's more better. You know, it's game over. The the game over kind of reminds me of a certain wrestler who, who had it on his t-shirt and it goes by the name of Triple H. Oh, your, your thing is showcasing as if you were holding a thumbs down. Uh, and it wasn't again, the who do you pick? Uh, it's just, like I said, another wrestler 
used that on one of his t-shirts and it goes by the name of Triple H. So you pick Miro? Yeah, Miro. All right. So, Andrew? Well, we finally go back to the streak of clean sweep. Arrow two to for a win. All right. I pick Miro. So it's about six out of seven with a clean sweep. That's not bad. Yeah, that's yeah, that's still pretty good. That's not bad at all. And not counting the twenty man battle royal. Yeah. And not counting the fu- the and not counting the twenty man battle royal for a future AWTNT title match. Because again, we don't know who the twenty men are. And finally, main event match, MJF defending the AEW world title, finally holding sing- holding one championship versus Samoa Joe. Okay, I want you all to know, and I want you all to hear this very carefully, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am a, am a fan of Samoa Joe. He's like one of the guys who, I've, who I want to wrestle one day. But at the same time, I don't picture him winning the title, at least not like this. Because he had, I mean, WWE had opportunities to give him a world title long before AEW was ever constructed. And they blew it. Now, with this, on the other hand, this is only to help Maxwell Jacob Freeman to be, you know, like a bigger main event superstar. Because again, this is a way to help to put the next generation over. And Samoa Joe, as much as I love the guy, I don't think he'll win the title. If if it was on any other different pay-per-view that wasn't near near the end, I would have picked him. But but sadly, I'm going to have to go with MJF. You know? So, yeah, that's my pick. I'm going with Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Eric, what? I picked oh. MJF. Yeah, I'm gonna go with MJF as well. I'm gonna go with MJF as well. Mm-hmm. All right, Bren. Well, unfortunately, Joe, as you mentioned, didn't get a main title, which is the world title in the WWE at that time. But unfortunately, for right now in AW, not this case. MJF retaining the AW World Championship. Michael. Yeah. I'm with you guys, MJF. Andrew. Clean sweet number two, MJF. All right. The only two matches we only the only two matches we only disagreed on was the no disqualification match for the TNT title and the singles match between Strickland and Lee. So, yeah, if if it was a clean sweep for all the matches, then may God be with us for all the predictions. Yeah, well, it is confirmed on X that the 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 four uh, the eight men from the Continental Classic are going to go ahead because Tony Khan himself made the match. So on one team, you got Claudio Castagnoli, Brian Danson, Mark Briscoe, and Daniel Garcia versus Brody King, 
and the two J's, White and Lethal and Roosh. And I'm predicting that Claudio's team, uh, team Brian, is going to win this one. So who's wait? Who's on one side and the other? Claudio Castagnoli, right? And and, uh, and uh, Brian Daniels of the Blackpool Combat Club, and uh, Mark Briscoe, and Daniel Garcia, on one team. The other team, Brody King, Jay White, Jay Lethal, and Roosh. Okay, and. I'm picking. I'm picking Brian Danielson's team to win. And the other guys are are uh, John the, Brody the King, J's, the two Brody J's. King. Hold on a second. The two J's, White and Lethal, Brody King, and Roosh. I'm gonna go with Danielson, Castanoli, um, Briscoe, and. and and Garcia. Okay, so you're with me on that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, uh, Eric and Jordy, on this one. Claudio Castagnoli, Brian Danielson, Mark Briscoe, and Daniel Garcia. Yeah, make it four. Andrew. Yeah, number three. I also. Pick the same thing as well. Clean sweep. Oh, wow. A lot of clean sweeps. All right. I pick if the they don't thing. have any participants announced tomorrow on Rampage, then I guess, you know, we'll figure out, we'll figure we'll out, figure out you know, like who, who to pick as, as soon as we see a person out there. So, mm -hmm. all right. You know what this means. Yep. Now, folks. This is an individual who I believe is deserving of being inducted into the Hall of Fame. As a matter of fact, he's been on this show before, and hopefully he can be on here on the show again whenever there is a special occasion. But he is also one of many people who I consider one of my good friends, and he is also one of the people, you know, that is a genuinely, you know, good person. And he is also one of the many members of the network community and this man without having to be voted because this year there would be, there would be no voting because he was in second place. My mother last year for the hall of fame, this individual is very deserving because he didn't, doesn't need a vote. He, all he has is the support. That being said, I like to induct Benjamin Wellner into this year's Hall of Fame for Rain Ray Podcast 2023. Yay. Awesome. So now he was going to be here with us on the on the panel, but because he was, you know, busy, you know, going to, you know, being on like a flight, you know, to, to Florida and all that, and I think he's uh, taking a flight, flight back home, he cannot be able to make it on the panel which would have been awesome if we could have had an airplane edition of R&R. &R. But instead, he has given us a, a video to, you know, to showcase, you know, his thank you to not just us, but to the fans, you know, on R&R. &R. So with that being said, and by the way, if you see it, if you see the beginning, like cut off a little bit, it's probably because of the, the process, you know, 
of the video. Maybe he made it too much of a long video, but it was shortened. But it's fine. So let's go ahead and share that video. Yep. Yeah, you got to get uh, Alex Putnam and Lucas in Florida. So Yeah, that's Definitely. right. Mm -hmm. All right. With that being said, please mute your mics. So with that, Ben Wilner, please take it away. Hey, what's going on, Rant and Rave crew? This is Ben Wilner coming to you from my office here at my workplace. Um, if you're seeing this message right now, I will be on the plane coming home, visiting my grandmother from Florida all the way back to New Jersey. Um, my flight is at 8.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sorry I couldn't make it to the show tonight, but I'm happy to record this and send this over for tonight's episode. I just want to say a huge thank you to the R&R crew for selecting me into the R&R Hall of Fame this year. Um, I remember last year, me and Lisa Little, Jordy's mom, we, we were in the top two for the induction last year. I didn't know it was a tie. I thought it was just the top two vote getters, but to know that it was a tie is an honor, but I'm very happy that Lisa won. She deserved it last year. Um, to get it this year and learn about it back in October, um, it's definitely um, a great way to end 2023, especially with the year I had with my dad's situation, my grandmother's situation, and then having to deal with switching jobs, switching, uh, moving out from my old place to a new place. Um, a lot of things going on with my life this year, but I'm very grateful to have you guys into my life. Thank you to the R&R community for accepting me even though I'm not very knowledgeable about sports whatsoever, especially in wrestling. Um, but thank you for accepting me regardless. To all the, the members in the live chat as well, thank you for accepting me, even though sometimes I could be odd or, but, um, but I always have a great time interacting in the live chat. I guess my ridiculous, silly comments and voice recordings paid off, but um, yeah, feels good um, to be getting this by the end of the year. And uh, just thank you guys once again for this honor and I will um, I will never take it for granted. Um, and also a huge shout out to the network community. Thank you for accepting me throughout the last over five years and I can't wait to be around for possibly another five years. And the last thing is um, look out for the 2023 Chillin' 3000 Hangout Awards. That'll be on Monday, January 15th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. And the nominations will be announced on Tuesday, January the 2nd. Um, I will be posting the ballots around that time. The voting, I will be posting the voting ballots around that time where everyone will have a chance to vote. 
Um, the night before, me and some of my fellow awards committee will be discussing uh, final nominations and final preparations. But otherwise, yeah, thank you guys once again. Have a happy new year, have a happy holidays, and see you guys in 2024. Bye-bye. Well, with that out of the way, that's a good way to end off the final R&R of 2023. So thank you all so much for tuning in for this year-end edition of the Art of Rainery Podcast episode 320. And as we enter 2024 next week on the show, that's right, we're still going live. There's never a break on the show, and if there is, then something's wrong. With that being said, if you like this, give it a thumbs up. If you missed your chance in the live chat, comment down below. Give us your thoughts and opinions. Also, be sure to subscribe if you are new to the channel. Hit the notification bell so that way you'll be notified whenever we do, whenever Brandon does an upload, a premiere, or a live stream like this one at all times. Same goes for Eric Lemichangs in 1977, to Michael Bombardier, and Andrew Park. And, oh, my God. Andrew Hawking. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Botchamania again. And yours truly, the Youngblood Outsider, Jordy Scout, a.k.a. J-Man's Legit. I think I must have been talking to Angelo Low Parker or whatever. Angelo's on the brain now. That's. With that being said, God bless you all. Have a great night and stay healthy for even better year year next year. And once again, congratulations to Ben Wilder and to being inducted into this year's Hall of Fame. Now, if you excuse me, I've got to go go and you know hit hit my head on a brick wall to help me to stop botching so <laughs> yeah <laughs> see you next year yeah as what eric said happy new year everybody and we'll see you for the first show of 2024 for, for right now <laughs> <laughs> everybody oh good lord <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs>